Okay, deep breath, here we go. Three, two, one. All right. My clap was very loud, I'm sorry. It's okay. I blew out my own eardrums. <laughs> All right, here we are. Here we Final are. Final negotiations. Boy, oh boy. The We've got 30 out. Al- well, no, we got 28 out. Al- no, we got 26 albums <laughs> to choose from to pick the final 10 list. That's kind of where I want to. High school lunch table. That's where I want to start, <clears throat> which is posing, posing an idea. So sure. what I want to pose is, is it possible for a list to be included on the final 10 that was not on any of our top 10 but in the process of negotiation, we realize, well, this one was high enough. It was a maybe a, perhaps a near miss or, a, excuse me, an honorable mention on our list. And we feel like that could be elevated to the final 10. Get it back I feel, in. Like, I feel like that's a ground rule we should establish. Um, is that a possibility? Sounds like you have something in mind. I don't. Oh, I don't. Okay. okay. Oh, I, I absolutely don't have that in mind. Yeah, same here. But yeah. But I mean, I guess I, I would allow it. Yep. I would allow it for consideration. Sure. Great. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Yep. Yeah. There are so many different methods that we could use. Absolutely. For determining this list. Well, I mean, the so, the other issue is is their veto power. Like one person just absolutely cannot have this album on the list. Yeah. Do we each get <laughs> like one veto? <laughs> to be used judiciously, maybe not at all. Okay. Sure. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with one veto a piece. Okay. If ne- if if needed. Okay. Because I want us I want us all to be more or less, you know, happy uh, with the 10. Right. That's the whole you point. Know. Yeah. This is our <laughs> this is our list. <laughs> so, I'm wondering, does it make more sense for us to begin by knocking certain ones off hmm. or moving certain ones all the way to the top? I also thought we're in March Madness season. We could do some bracketing. Sure. Some showdowns. But I don't know. How, how are you guys feeling? I, I like both of those ideas. I oh. do too. I, I, yeah, I just thought we were going to start with, to see like how many of these made all three of our lists as a quick. Well, z- as zero. A- so it start, right. So we're starting at zero. We have four albums that both Chris and I chose in our top 10. Yeah. There are, Adam had two albums that were both close calls for me and Chris. Yes. Right. So, so th- those six, I think are pretty, a pretty solid place to start the consideration for what moves on. Let's, let's get to brass tacks. Can we, can we name what those albums are? Okay. So Chris and I both chose Lauren Hill, Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Built to Spill. Keep it like a secret. Wilco Summer Teeth. And uh what was the fourth one? Was the roots on both yours? Uh Cigaros. Cigaros, exactly. So I was one, I I would like to, you know, pitch to Adam. Do you have a problem with any of those four being in consideration for the final 10? Is the veto going to be used on any of those four? No. 
Okay. Okay. All right. So we got four at least in, in this next round that we know on. Now, Adam chose MF Doom, Operation Doomsday. That was very close for me. That was like number 11 on my list. Chris, how do you feel about it? Because I feel great about moving that one on. I, I kind of took the hip hop albums together and had to do some comparing in my mind just because my experience with them is not, uh, it's not good. Um, and I feel like in a way I have to defer. I can, I can express which ones I preferred and I enjoyed more. Mm-hmm. And I will say MF doom. I really enjoyed all right. Great. And if that were were one we were moving forward, I would most certainly not use my veto. I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. It's not the one I enjoyed the most out of the hip hop records that went into consideration. Mm-hmm. Um, that one. Do you want to talk about which? Oh, yeah, yeah. I will. I will. Um, uh, the best of the ones I listened to that were proposed was Black Star. I absolutely loved wow. that record. I loved Whoa, it. Okay. Those two MCs, Mostaf and Talib Kweli. I mean, I don't think, and it, it was their first album, and they they were fully formed. They um, each each of their flows is a little distinctive, and they work so great together. And yeah. the um, the the lyrics were just really creative and uh so that's that's one if we were going to continue on um but i also really enjoyed most def's album and i really enjoyed outcast equemini which i know was close for adam so it was i think those should be you know we still have to consider those i like uh, my pick was the roots and i think the roots album is in there too so I don't know so, that we need to limit how many we're going to put forward, okay. but well, that was part of the bracketing system is that I could see all of these sort of being in contention, yeah. and it's like how that, many, and do that's you half want? our list, exactly, because I mean we can talk this out now if we want, you know, see which one of these, because the, they're all very close, I think. Yeah. On re-listening to all of them, my favorites are Most Def, MF Doom, and Outcast. But I do really like Black Star. I do think that the Roots album is the weakest because if I was going with a Roots family album from this era, it would be D'Angelo, hands down. I like Voodoo better than this Roots album. Mm-hmm. Because I think that the best the best vocals on this Roots album are the guests. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, most stuff comes in with this and it's like the best like rap that you've heard all album. Yeah. I mean, there are a couple hits, you know, so, but a lot of the the actual like rapping, like the verse rapping just kind of flows by like wallpaper, you know, it, it's more about the band sounding great, which is probably why I, I prefer D'Angelo. Yeah. And I'll, okay. and most Def's uh, album has, you know, a band on it and they also sound great. Oh, man. Yeah. Most the black on both sides. Um, I, I mean, there's just like, it's really close with Black Star. I had to listen to them both twice in order to like mm. um, solidify how I felt. The Most Def record, the singular vision, 
and like more diversity in the styles I really appreciate. Yeah. But I do like them both quite a lot. So I don't have a strong preference between those two. But for me, MF Doom is MF Doom and Outcast, and then either Most F or Black Star. But, but um, yeah, Adam, how do you feel about the Roots album? Um, so I kind of made my own top ten to be prepared to start with, and I had oh. the Roots on it. But you, you make a good argument, and I'm happy to eliminate it from moving forward i i am i am that's what this is all about and you, <laughs> well, you i'm good with removing it but you had it you you were gonna put it in in the 10 in the final 10 i was that that's that's a big deal because it sounds like you and chris both would have had it in your yeah. final 10 yep so well i'm not sure about that i think i i my uh my experience was expanded by listening to these other great hip-hop albums and um I don't feel strongly, other than to say, I think MF Doom should be on the final list. So, out of the rap hip-hop albums that I had on my list from the prior episode, MF Doom is the only one that made this top ten. So, I think we're in, in sync with MF Doom. All right, so Lauryn Hill, Built to Spill, Wilco... Sigur Rós and MS, MF Doom. We're halfway there. <laughs> Already, yeah. Wow. Um, and we may decide to add additional... It sounds like we're going to add at least one, perhaps I, two I think more at, hip-hop albums. I, I would say, yeah, one yep. or two. And Adam, the one from your list that I think we, de- we uh, determined was close for Chris was... Um, Silver Jews, American yep. Water, yep. which I, I believe has to make the list okay. because I listened to this for the first time and I loved it. I, I loved it. I thought I had heard this before, but it, I think I was uh, mistaking it with, um, Tanglewood numbers, mm-hmm. which was like 2005 mm-hmm. or something. Um, I, I went in there thinking, okay, we got to have either like Silver Jews or Pavement Terror Twilight. And I went in as a fan of Terror Twilight. It was like in consideration for my list. And I think this is better than, I think it's better than Terror Twilight. Yeah. And I wasn't sure I was, I was going to love it. Yeah. The third track was what sold me on it. And from that on out, I was, it, it rules. Yeah. I didn't realize it was so grateful daddy. And, um, Yeah. Very awesome. So, remember when we spoke before, I, I mentioned how there was a lot of the stuff that was on your two lists were some bands that I knew the names, and I thought, these are bands I should probably circle back to, and I suspect I'll really like them. Not circle back, discuss, like start to dig into. And then I suspect, and then I mentioned like the Pixies being one of those bands, the Breeders being one of those bands. I have to say, Pavement does not, by by the time I was done, that's, that's the album that, by the time I was ready to be finished and I didn't want to listen to it anymore, I realized that there were only like 53 seconds left on the whole album, and I was annoyed that I made it that far and, and didn't give myself the chance to cut it short sooner. Oof. 
I, yeah, I wouldn't be opposed. Maybe I was just not, it wasn't the right day for it. It wasn't the right moment for that album, but, um, I wasn't happy to be listening to that record. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I definitely prefer Pavement, which is why it ended up on my list, Mm. but I think there's some consensus around Silver Jews. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I have to, I have to put in here that there were a couple of other indie rock slash pop albums that were on your list that I listened to and I really really enjoyed, and those were Stereo Lab, Dots and Loops. Oh, oh, cool. Yeah, I really loved that one, and you knew I would. And then um, Eels, which is a band I've not really listened to. Um, that was my favorite one, Adam, that you recommended. Wow. I, I, uh, I expected Portishead out of everything, but we'll have to I'm, come not surpri- back to- I'm not surprised by the eels being. Your I have a lot to say about Portishead. Ooh. <laughs> we'll get there. As do I. Yeah. Stereo Lab, though, I got to go back on that. It didn't make my final top, but I really enjoyed that album. Um, I think. Like it's a it's a name I've always known, and I think I just had a completely different idea what it might be. Um, it, anyone else ha- hear like it, it was very familiar to like Nico's vocal, like singing. Oh. I was just like, oh, this sounds like really close to Nico. Mm-hmm. I really liked it, and I wrote down the song "Refractions in the Plastic Pulse." <laughs> I wouldn't be able to tell you which song if I heard it right now. I wouldn't t- say, oh, that's the one, but. When I was listening to it, I wrote it down. Cool. Yeah, it was. That was, that's a really, that was a really good one. Cool. I was really looking forward to you guys checking yeah, that one out. That was, that was fun. Cool. Awesome. Matt, how did you feel about yeah. the Eels record? Um, uh, wishy washy oh. on it. Some, you know, um, I did like some of it. Uh, I would definitely put Elliot Smith in before Eels. Um. I was pretty blown away by how... So you said the Dust Brothers guy yeah. did the Mr. E's Blue, Beautiful Blues, right? Yep. It sounds like an Odelay outtake. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You think you can kind of tell? It's like, yep. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, that that was cool. Yeah, there were definitely definitely some um, songs on it I liked, but didn't fully connect with it. Okay. I think. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's, if it's making the final list for me either, but... Um, Sorry, I got talking in the background here. Oh. Can't hear it. Gonna have oh. to scoop it out. It's getting louder. Oh. <laughs> hey, we're we're still recording here. Okay. They're scoffing at me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, they're they're pulling bros, up some more bros articles. With podcasts. Some more articles for you. Yep. Um. Do, Where were we? Oh, do you think it makes sense to put Eels and Elliot Smith in sort of this bracket? I do. Yeah, ever? sure. Like I would, like I would, I would, I would put one, not the other, or not both. You know, like on a final contenders list. Yeah. And for me, it's Elliot Smith. I uh, I forgot I, how much I like this record. I would agree. Adam, did you like it enough for it to end up on the final list? Because I think it's so, very possible that neither of these could make the final list. So to be honest. Mm-hmm listening to some Elliot Smith again after putting this list together. 
So you gave me your four at the beginning. Uh, Built to Spill, Wilco, Lauren Hill, Sigaros. Uh, well, Sigaros was a no-brainer for me, but Wilco and Built to Spill were the Built to Spill were the two I had to get familiar with. I ended up with both of them on the final list, but I would. I think I was influenced knowing that they were on both of your lists, and I was trying to come up with what's gonna what's gonna make it in the end, and I didn't think I could stand a chance fighting it. I would prefer. And this is going to be unpopular, but I'd prefer to see Elliot Smith over Wilco. I really enjoyed wow. Elliot Smith. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. But there's still a lot more to talk about. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can. We don't need to like have exactly ten. We can right. put more and then sort of narrow things yep. down from there. Yeah. So. Sure. So Wilco and Elliot Smith maybe are, but it sounds like we're we're letting go of the eels. Uh, sure. Is it yep. the Does eels? That sound okay. Or just eels. They, it's just eels. Just eels, yeah. But and and I'm gonna I'm gonna just go out go out on a limb and uh, self eliminate <laughs> Blink One Eighty Two and Juvenile from contention. So, just so you know, Juvenile was very close to making it to my <laughs> wow. final top ten. I had only so. ever heard the two the singles of that this record. Wow. Was so I I couldn't wait to tell you how much I changed my Blink One Eighty Two. No, um, <laughs> but but Juvenile was. I don't know if it's because of how different it was compared to what I thought. So I don't know if I'm like I maybe I don't actually like it as much as I, I think I am. But like, you know, when something's just so much better than you actually expected, <laughs> right? Like, is it really as good as you're thinking, or is it just because it's you thought it was absolute garbage, and it's not? Mm -hmm. But uh, those those two singles just did not, and releasing those two just did not do that record any favors. Those are the two worst tracks on the album. Can easily skip them. Well, everything my else biggest is terrific. My biggest problem is that there are three versions of Ha sprinkled throughout the album it's like why do they keep coming back to this you did not need the jay-z version definitely <laughs> <laughs> i i really enjoyed it too and matt and you were talking about just his uh his delivery he's just really mm -hmm. an expressive rapper it reminds me of tupac in a way just every kind of every verse is like exploding mm -hmm. yeah um and i i watched the video for ha actually because you mentioned mm -hmm. it and it he looks so young it's hard. He yeah. just has more of it. He has a maturity to his uh, his rhyming, and just his delivery. And I'm surprised he looks, looked like a baby in the video. <laughs> the mile, I think he was like 23 at that point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and my only hang up was the last quarter of the record, starting with "Back That Ass Up." Actually, uh, should I say "As"? Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's uh, it's f f pretty misogynistic, and. Uh, right there's not much of that leading up and then just seems like boom, boom, boom. It was pretty, it hit you over the head with it. So that was a little bit of a turnoff toward the end, but, um, overall liked it. And, uh, overall definitely liked Blink-182. Um, <laughs> which I, yeah. which also I need to cop to is pretty misogynistic too. Mm. So in places. So we'll yeah, retire those. See, I wasn't listening close enough to pick up on that, but um, well, you know, I, I, I need a girl that I can train. Like, uh, yeah, see, <laughs> no, know, that kind lyrics. Of stuff. I wasn't 
I wasn't paying enough attention to the lyrics, I guess, but um, I did have fun listening to it again. Just, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess I didn't realize how many of the songs I knew on that right. album, but it's not going to go into the heavy rotation for me. But <laughs> I, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't upset listening to it. Okay, good. Yeah, glad to hear that. All right. So I think I'll tee up the um, Portis Head Massive Attack. Okay. conversation because it might be that only one of those makes it i i i had the exact same feeling i i had actually when i was thinking about this in bracket terms it was like porter's head versus massive attack and then um fiona apple versus stereo lab oh wow. <laughs> like in a way those four records kind of hmm. yep. work together in a certain way okay but um yeah well yeah i don't know if you want to i don't want to like table the massive attack portis head but i actually think that fiona apple was probably my favorite of all of those hmm. i forgot how much i love this record when the pawn i agree yeah. I, I really love it I, I don't think i'd listen to it since uh my breakup with jackie <laughs> 20 years ago because we used to listen to it all the time together yeah. but uh yeah so i kind of put it out of mind for a while <laughs> But, um, yeah, uh, it's a really good album. Yeah, it, it made my top ten in the end. Did it really? Mm-hmm. Yep. And I put I I put Fiona Apple slash Elliot Smith because I wasn't sure which one I wanted oh. to actually end up with. You know, that's a decent point. Um, I was thinking Fiona Apple and Lauren Hill kind of have a similar thing. Like the music hmm. style is different, but um, in terms of songwriting and um, kind of the some of the um, the content of this of the lyrics yeah i mean it was on my I, I, list I would, so i would lo- i would love to put fiona apple pass it into the next round over stereo lab no 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 i mean we can put them both in but just i think that fiona apple definitely needs to be in consideration okay for that final 10 okay and so yeah okay we can talk about massive Please, attack and I hear. Head. and especially Chris, i think it's good for you to weigh in since I, you know i picked massive attack being fully aware of the portis head album mm-hmm. adam picked portis head being fully aware of the massive attack album right. so i'm curious where you stand right um neither is an album that i would listen to very often but there's actually one that i don't think i'll ever listen to again And that's uh, that's Portis Head. Wow. Yeah, and I can tell I'm a huge disappointment to you, Adam. Th- this is probably the the record out of everything that I listed that I'd fight the hardest to make onto the list going forward. Well, I think I want to hear that. I think I want to hear. Uh, I want to hear what what it's. Got oh going no, I have nothing it. to say. I want to yeah. physically fight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. It was uh, too dark for me. And I just, okay. and I think, um, which I can, I can live with, but it, um, I much prefer the, the, um, vocalists on the massive attack album. And Matt went into that in some detail. I felt there was a little more range to the massive attack one. Um, I don't know that I would put either of those on the, on my final 10, but, um, the song teardrop for me is, uh, enough to send massive attack through that's the song i wrote down mm-hmm. yeah. 
But I, I'm also, I mean, considering all of the options, I also feel like um, it, I would be totally fine with neither of them being on the final list. Um, I, I do love the Massive Attack album, but I think that there are others that we've pulled from your lists. Like, I prefer Fiona Apple, prefer American Water, prefer MF Doom. So, like, it's it's starting to fall out of favor uh, I do love the record, but I don't think it necessarily is. It's not even my favorite Massive Attack album. The Portisette album, I think the fuzz guitar is my favorite thing about it. That fuzz is amazing. But I kind of forgot about the like Billie Holiday cosplay vocals, which really kind of <laughs> wore on me. It's a little, it's a little cultural appropriate-y. Sampled black voices, the turntablism... I wrote down very colonizer sound. Oh, <laughs> that's fair, but <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, well, part of it also is that Jeff Barrow, the Portishead guy, before forming Portishead, he worked as um, an errand boy on the Massive Attack Blue Lines album. You know, so wow, I don't know for for me. There's no, you know, there probably isn't a Portishead without Massive Attack. But okay, sorry, Adam. It's okay. Oh, hey. It's getting harsh. It's okay. It's okay. This, this is what it takes. This is what's going to take to actively list. Yeah, there are going to be some cuts. Deep, but deep. But cuts. again, I, I, I don't think that. Ne- I don't. I don't think neither. I, I think that neither. <laughs> I think that neither make it through to the All final right. ten. The only thing yeah. is, do we want that that general sound and that UK scene represented? And is Stereolab uh, a right. part of that? I don't know. It's not. The, I mean, they're definitely not the Bristol sound, but um, this also wasn't peak era for a Bristol sound. That would have been like '95. You know, right. we're talking about No Protection and Max and Quay. And Dummy. And Dummy was like late 94, 94, I think. So it's like, you know, that probably is the time period to to really like solidify. Because by the time that um, Mezzanine comes out, like they're putting like um, new metal guitars in their tracks. You know, it's like a little bit like you get the prodigy influence coming out. It's kind of strange what it kind of morphed into as the nineties went on. I don't know. And since this genre and, um, the hip hop genre and the metal genre, none of those are ones that I'm strong on. I would much prefer to squeeze in another hip hop album and leave out. Built to spill. You liked Built to Spill, didn't you? Uh, it's it's another one that made made See, my list thinking. It's getting I didn't personal have a, now. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think I made this top ten with a, I'm gonna have to bend in certain ways mm-hmm. on some of this, and so and I and I and was so looking at it as as um, even if it's not kind of my favorite, I can I can. I I wasn't trying to make it my top ten. I was trying to make it 
that I, even if I don't appreciate it the way you guys do, I could still understand it being a top 10 for the masses kind of thing. So that's why those mm-hmm. albums. But I'm not going to be continuing to listen to Built the Spill or Wilco, but they still both made this list. But it's not personal. You're a good person. <laughs> I am sad about Portishead, but you guys, I know it's, it's okay. I we're not vetoing, but I th- it sounds no, like it's exactly. not a it's not a heavy favorite. Well, it's more that I expected the opposite reaction from you, Chris. I yeah. really thought you were going to say, "Where has this been my whole life?" Yeah. So it's more surprise than disappointment, really. In the end, I thought. Uh, I thought I was doing you the biggest favor, but no. Nope. Here we go. What's next? <laughs> well, well, okay. So, oh, sorry. We, we gotta, we we gotta like you know talk about the elephant riders in the room. Uh, <laughs> we got, we got, oh. we got four, we got four heavy albums, mm-hmm. and Adam, you know, we, this is both, you know, not not my world, not Chris's world. Mm-hmm. We got four here. And I'm curious, um, either you or Chris, uh, where where we go with these heavy picks? I want to know Chris's thoughts on yeah sleep. Yeah, well, um, I think the sleep drummer never heard of a hi hat. He said <laughs> all crash cymbals all the time. It was. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and I believe we're talking about the album Jerusalem, which came out yeah, in sure, '99. Sure. Now, 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 wait. Did you li- did you listen to Jerusalem or did you listen to Dope Smoker? No, I listened to Dope Smoker. Okay, yeah. so here's the problem. Can you get Jerusalem? I think I'm the only. I think I'm the only one who listened to Jerusalem. Okay. Of all of us. All right. And Dope Smoker is a much better album. So. Well, and <laughs> what you're dealing, what they're dealing with, is the way the record label, you know chopped mm-hmm. up and and put it out and it sounds like the sleep guys felt like dope smoker was closest to their vision it was really a, a unique piece of music and i had to read a little bit more about how they created it um because it seems like maybe they're just jamming and figuring it out but it sounds like technically they really had they had a game plan and um mm-hmm. they recorded it in big chunks Weren't the amps so loud that they had to be in a totally separate room? Like, I think I read that somewhere. Like, I, I've never read that, but that wouldn't to get that overdriven sound. It was sure. they were just incredibly loud. Um, yeah. Did you did you have a favorite of the four? Um, when you say four, you, what, I, oh yeah, so it's Clutch Elephant Riders, yeah. Sleep Jerusalem. Yeah. Neurosis, Times of Grace, yeah. and A Perfect Circle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And I did listen to all those. Perfect Circle seems different to me. Um, it, definitely a heavy album. Um, I listened to it, and I enjoyed it. Um, oh, I was talking about the sleep drummer. Turns out it's the same drummer in Neurosis. <laughs> oh, really? It's the same drummer. I didn't realize I didn't that. Yeah. Um, I felt like oh. the Neurosis album had the most range. But that was to its detriment, I thought. <laughs> because the singing during the, the soft parts, I just couldn't take seriously. Um, it was heavy. And you warned at me, Adam, it was going to be heavy. And I, yeah. 
I thought they I, get, I thought it was I thought it was good. It's not one I would I would listen to again. Um, and I'm gonna be careful because um, the the lead singer probably kicked my ass from what I've read about him. Oh yeah, he's no longer the, yeah. in the band. Yeah, I, I I I was actually surprised. This this was my favorite of the four. Was it? But I don't want it on the final list for both musical and non-musical reasons, as you're alluding to. Yeah. But I and I I, I think it's great for what it is, like the post-hardcore. I like I I occasionally am up for music like this, and it was great for what it is. Yeah. And I also love the ambient companion album. Like that's a really cool yeah. concept. That is something uh, that all three of these albums shared, Clutch, Neurosis, and Sleep, was there really, there was a creative element and something unique about each of those releases. Um, was it Neurosis that had the, the different um, hidden tracks? Or was that Clutch? Clutch, Clutch yeah. yeah. Clutch. Oh, it was Neurosis was the companion, ambient companion yes. album, which I think right. is really pretty a unique idea. Yeah. Really cool. Um, I think with Neurosis, had the band not responded to what Scott Kelly did the way they did, I would agree that I don't want to have anything to do with it. But their response for putting out the statements they did, kicking him out of the band, to me, like, that art is preserved back then, knowing how the rest of the band truly feel. And they don't support him and did the right thing by getting rid of him. I mean, a guy that's been in the band for 30 years is gone just like that, which was absolutely the right move. But yeah. and, um, Well, because it sounds like, I mean, from what I've read, it's like he his behavior was similar to like a Warren Zevon. Mm-hmm. You know, like there, there's been bad behavior in lots of music. Yeah, that, sure. You know, it's sli- we, let, we let it slide for the sake of the music. But mm. um. Yeah, it, it is tough to listen to ag- aggressive music, aggression uh, from you know someone who we now know is capable of that. But it sucks for the rest of the band. Yeah, you know because they they definitely had a vision, and I think it's like really, I think it's a it is a really cool record. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, but yeah, it's always my hang up with heavy music is I just and especially if the vocals are are screaming or just aggressive sound it, it sounds aggressive to me and uh threatening almost and i know people who love heavy music feel differently about yeah, that exactly was, that's that's the uh the stamp that um people like the uh the wet like the west Mem- west memphis three the three boys accused of murdering young kids because they listen to Marilyn Manson kind of thing. And these are like the sweetest, nicest kids ever, mm-hmm. but they stayed in prison for 20 years until it was proven otherwise kind of thing. But no one wanted to hear otherwise because they listened to Marilyn Manson. So they're, they're bad people, but yeah, it is, it is something that comes with the territory of being a fan of that kind of music. Like it's not aggressive to me, mm-hmm. you know what I Like I don't hear it that way, but mm-hmm. And that's why I sort of feel like I need to defer to Adam first, like, cause you have a deeper understanding and connection to that kind of music. It's like, kind of like how I cringe when nerdy white guys are, are uh, talking about hip hop and rap. Like 
there are people who know that better. And it's like with all of those hip hop albums, we're going to be deciding between like, I'm kind of good with any of them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but when it comes to heavy music, clutch, clutch was great, great too. Very solid. I think it was a sentimental pick though, Adam. Um, it's, it's a good record. I don't know if it's a great, I'm not really sure, but those guys have some riffs. There are a million yeah. riffs in there. Yeah. And uh, I'm actually fascinated how you first learned about Clutch. I ended up with a CD single of Space Grass. <laughs> and I don't know how I ended up with this in high school. Hmm. That's all it took for me. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. As, yeah. A, as resident riffsman on the, on the pod, very nice wah wah riffs and i especially like the tracks when the wah guitar was like doubled by like horns Mm -hmm. like trombone or whatever because you know the original wah pedal was called a clyde mccoy after the trumpeter who used a mute in the style of of a wah so like that that triggered that thought for me the the wah plus brass so if you guys aren't doing anything april 14th you could join me for the clutch concert and and see if you change your mind watching them live yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm busy that night. Um, <laughs> I like the thing is for me that oh, was difficult. It was I couldn't get into the vocals. Just not for me. I liked the instrumental track the best. Okay, and the one that you picked that can't, comes right after. Yeah. Um, was it Cracker Jack? Is that the uh, instrumental? The, the, uh, is that the instrumental? It might be. I don't pay. I really don't pay attention to song titles like I used to. Okay. I can. I'll. There are songs that, uh, like, there'll be albums where I know the majority of the lyrics for all the songs, but not know a single song title. I just, it's mm-hmm. not the same when I would sit in my room and look at the back of the CD. I just don't do exactly. that anymore. Right. I don't. We're consuming right. it differently. So, yep. Adam, what's funny is you recommended their most recent album to me, Sunrise on Slaughter Beach. Mm-hmm. And I Well, liked- that was when you were asking about the top records that came out in 22, right? Yes. Yeah. And I... I really don't pay much attention to anything that comes out unless like there's a handful of bands that if they're putting something out that year. But when you asked that question, it it was hard for me to come up with three albums that came out in 22. Yeah. Well, I liked that one even, even better than, um, elephant riders. Yeah. It was, it was just, uh, no, no fluff, no frill. Mm -hmm. I think it's maybe a 30, five minute album or something very tight and it's the same sound really on on elephant riders so that's the thing they're they're this type of band that every album that they put out is just very consistent but not in a way where you're annoyed that you're hearing the same stuff over and over um every one of their albums that comes out you listen to it and you're it's exactly what you'd expect from them again kind of thing um it's just, so just to go back on a point when you talked about sleep strummer, not not. not <laughs> it's it's so funny. Like you two are musicians, you play instruments. I do not. That's not the kind of stuff that I would ever pick up on. So I've always felt that people who play music hear things and can appreciate things a little bit differently. For some records. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of records out there, bands out there that 
some people like that they're you know they're musicians themselves and i wouldn't expect that person to really love this band just just any general and i always wonder some like if it's if is it because they play music and they hear it and they can appreciate certain things the way i can't mm. well and i think i would listen to that music in that way because i don't connect with it in at an emotional level yeah and for me, it's I, so I have to sort of rather than consuming the whole, I'm picking up pieces that I can yep. connect with. Um, I actually thought I, I liked that about the Sleep record. Um, if I were to choose one of those three, it would be Sleep to make the final 10. A Perfect Circle is good. I could go with it. It's more something I would listen to again and again. Um, but I don't think there's anything particularly novel or creative about it. And I think the sleep record is exceptionally creative and heavy and a good representative, but that's just my take. <laughs> I would be fine with uh, moving sleep forward, but Adam, right. but I didn't know which one, which of the heavy records is on oh, your right. list, Adam. I wouldn't, I don't know if I could choose I, a perfect circle is out for me. Mm -hmm. It would be down to the other three. And it's for me, they're all such different mm -hmm. sounding records, and I love them all for what they are. Um, yeah, all four, there is pretty good diversity it, amongst yeah. heavy music. Mm -hmm. it, those, yeah. those, the Clutch, Sleep, and Neurosis, the, those albums are actually my favorite album by each of those bands. They all fell within this time frame. Hmm. So, how to move forward? It, I think it would be Sleep. All right. Yeah. I concur. Sounds like a decision. Sleep. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sleep is number six. Well, we haven't added one to the list in a while. Oh, really? I thought that we... Wait. Well, we haven't... What do you... We haven't... We have some further decisions to make. Oh, because I, I thought... I thought we were up to, like, you know, 11 or 12. Well, okay. Because well, I thought we were, like, you know, Fiona Apple, Elliot Smith. Um, is... Is, is Sigaros not Silver making Ju it? Silver Jews, MF Doom, Sigaros, okay. Oh yes, it was. Um, I was uh, sort of thinking they weren't. They were moving on in the brackets, but they weren't on the. Yeah. I was sort of thinking like it's oh. going to take a lot to add it to the ten, and once it's in the ten, then it's it's there. Oh yeah, I'm not ready to put sleep in that final ten. I think it's in contention. I think we need a heavy album, like. I think we need a heavy album in the final 10. I think we need to show some range. <laughs> if someone feels strongly about either of the other two, oh, I guess it would probably be down to clutch or sleep for the, I'm guessing. It sounds like neurosis is out. It sounds like a perfect circle is out for sure. Mm -hmm. So if it's between clutch and sleep, I could defer to the two of you and be happy with either one of them moving forward. And I'd have no... No issue. Yeah. Yeah, for me it would be sleep. Okay. Yeah. Right. So it's moving forward, just not on your not the final top ten. You're not committed exactly. to that. Okay. It's in the it's in the same it's in the same With universe. Everything as else. Stereo lab and sure. yeah, all that other stuff. Okay. Yeah. So any any that we any others to like drop from contention? Because we're get we're getting there. Well, Yola Tango for me is a um I'm gonna drop that one, even though I love it. It's um oh. It's the one I wanted to to uh, add. Oh, say more! <laughs> oh, wow! Say more! Say I, more! Yes. I really, but the, that was the 
that was the only album that prompted me to continue that that I didn't know mm-hmm. that prompted me to continue listening to some of their other albums. Wow. That's great. I I have no desire to continue with Wilco. I have no desire to continue with Built to Spill. Wow. Yola Tango really struck me as I missed out on this one. That's a great record, and isn't I it? I can't wait to keep going. It really is. Wow. Yep. Whoa. Very happy with that one. So. Oh, wow. I was ready to drop this one as well. Wow. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, it sounds but, like we're, um, we're dropping. Interesting. Sorry. Um, yeah, go ahead. I did. I, I'm curious what you guys thought about Bob Dylan. Oh, I loved it. Wow. But I didn't add um, it. Yeah this this one this one would be an app. This is my veto. I really my yeah my comment was yikes. Wow. <laughs> o- old man recognizes own mortality, then continues touring nonstop another three decades. <laughs> <laughs> Would not take would not make anyone's top ten Dylan albums overall, right? I mean, no. you could easily name ten before this one. I don't know about that. I just, wow, really? I just, t- for, it, I think what I liked, I think the the thing that, uh, what he was, um, I just felt no one else could get away with singing about wanting hard boiled eggs. No one should. But they're out. Of, <laughs> they don't have any more. Like, wait. But I, I kept listening, so I don't know. It was... Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I will definitely never be listening no to this again. No one should. You know, not dark yet, sure. It's all right. That one's all right. A little obvious, but it's the best of the, you know, 16 identical songs. I It was like the 12-minute closer... Like my God, I think it's seventeen, Sorry. sixteen. Yeah. Or what? Yeah, exactly. No. no See, I can get this... in the zone with something like that. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm I, totally. Good I mean, with that. the sure, it sounds good. Like you know, that's the thing. It's competently played. Sounds good, but um, yeah, I don't know. Just didn't like it. For for a Bob Dylan album or for an album from this time period. Sorry. Okay. No apologies. This is this But I've I've now business. used my veto. Okay. Though, though honestly mm-hmm. the roots would also be another veto if I could. All right. Yeah, the roots are out as well. <laughs> okay. Um I'm hearing that silver Jews are in though. Yeah. I agree. I, I, yeah, I would like that. Um Now I'm gonna... revising a a quick top ten to see what I how I'm feeling at the moment. We're gonna have to rectify. losing track. We're gonna have to rectify this built to spill Wilco uh, business. I agree. Uh, yeah. I mean, is one of those getting your veto? Um, if if one of them if one of them did, I want to save my veto just in case for later on. But if one of them, if I, if I was getting rid of one, if I had to choose between the two built to spill is out, Wilco stays in. Hmm. Okay. I think the vocals are just driving me Mm -hmm. bananas. Well, you know, uh, I'm actually kind of 
uh, I, I'm kind of okay with this because like I said, it almost in my list almost got replaced by both MF doom and idle wild of all things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I of course love the record. I put it on my list, but, um, if you're feeling that way about it, Adam, it's got, you know, I, I, am totally fine with dropping it. Okay. Chris. Yeah. It's a great album. I mean, it doesn't matter if we're fine with it. If you're using your veto. Right. True. Um, I think we've given it plenty of credit that, um, people will give it a, give it a spin and probably really enjoy it or not. It's true. The vocals do take some getting used to. Mm hmm. Are they the ones with the plan? Yeah, that's the them, plan. right? Yeah, yeah. It's that's a weird one for me. I feel like I like it, but dislike it at the same. That song in particular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How funny! That little, was my favorite. Little, little torn. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So so what if? It's a little thought experiment. If we move "Built to Spill" out, mm-hmm. does that make room for Elliot Smith to get in? I hope so. Seems like we all feel pretty strongly about Elliot Smith. I feel strongly about it in like a, a top twelve. <laughs> you know? Okay. I'm I'm okay with keep I'm okay with dropping Built to Spill and putting Elliot Smith into that sort of top tier consideration. All right. At, I think we Yeah. Oh, sorry. Nope. Go ahead. Oh, the I think the only one that we haven't talked about it all yet is bonnie prince billy i see a darkness and i'm just curious about your opinions about it before we move on i i think it's great i'd be i'd be more than happy to see it make it through i would too but i don't like it as much as some of the other ones we're considering Mm -hmm. yeah i can see that that's that's kind of how i feel too yeah like yeah like i'm totally good with having like um silver jews elliot smith kind of in that world i think we should do i have a suggestion which is like a rapid fire you got a thin slice you got to pick one or the other if i do a few okay. a few matchups okay. okay okay all right so um eels or bonnie prince billy you want to take that one matt yeah for me it's billy okay but it's three of us so one of these Yo, is going i know. To get two votes you were ask you were asking us so i yeah. uh, i just thought he um yeah, Bonnie Prince. I was going to say I Eels. Agree. No. <laughs> All right, so Eels is out. Yeah, Eels is out. How about uh, Bonnie, Prince Billy, or Stereolab? Stereolab. <laughs> if I had said the Eels, I'd be picking the Eels over Stereolab. This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is kind of weird to put together. The, yeah, yeah. I, and it doesn't mean they're out, out. It's just I'm trying to, we got some ranking to do. Yeah, we, yeah. we only got about 10 minutes before I got to go. Okay. Jeez. I'm happy, yeah. I'm happy with Stereolab too. I, I would take Stereolab over Bonnie Prince Billy as well. Okay. Um, how about Fiona Apple or Stereolab? Fiona Apple. Fiona Apple. That's strong. I think Fiona goes to the 10. Me Fiona, too. The final She's 10. gone through, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stereolab or Silver Jews? Silver Jews. Why not both? Um, but yeah. Sil- <laughs> Silver Jews, but I would put both. You'd take yeah. both over Bonnie Prince Billy? Yes. Yes. 
All right, Yola Tango or Stereo Lab? Yola Tango for me. Stereo Lab for me by a mile. Portisette. <laughs> silver, silver Juice or Yola Tango? Silver Juice. Silver Juice. All right. Elliot Smith or Yola Tango? Elliot Smith. Yola Tango. Wilco. No, Wilco's in. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's where we're at. Lauren Hill, Wilco, Sigaros, MF Doom, Sleep, Fiona Apple, Silver Jews, Stereo Lab, Elliot Smith. That's nine. Yola Tango's on the bubble. And then we've got to revisit the hip hop conversation. Right. Because as we got, I think Stereo Lab could be replaced if we go for two. I agree. If, yep. if, it's, if something's going to replace Stereo Lab, it's going to be two hip hop albums. <laughs> yeah. All right. We've moved through MF Doom. Mm-hmm. If I was listening so, yeah. closely, the hip hop ones up for contention are. Most Deaf, Black on Both Sides, mm-hmm. Black Star, and Outcast, Equemini. Correct. Yep. You've got to pick two of those three. So do we each pick two and then whichever two have the most votes at the end go into the next Maybe start there and then bucket? we might need to discuss further. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. For me, it would be Outcast and Most Deaf. I was going to say out, uh, Outcast and Black Star. That's what I was going to say, too. Wow. Okay. I'm fine with that. And Most honest, and Black Star are like... It's, it's the same the thing. I, I kind of just said it at the last second because I really couldn't decide. And I would have been happier with Most F over Black Star, too. Okay. So we got 11. Is that... Are we happy with this final 11? Oh, we do have 11. Oh, we do. Yeah. Oh, wait. So we got to... No, we can't have 11. I know, but we got to knock one out. This is the final final negotiation here. Let me read them again. Everybody has to come up with the one they're cutting. Mm -hmm. All right. Lauren Hill, Wilco, Sigaros, MF Doom, Sleep, Fiona Apple, Silver Jews, Stereolab, Outcast, Black Star, Elliot Smith. Oh my god. <laughs> this is really hard. Oh. Yeah. I think everyone knows what I'm going to say. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and I know it's not going to be the one. But I know quickly who my backup elimination is. But I want to give you a minute. I haven't used my veto yet. That's true. Yeah. There are three that three that are on the bubble for me. I don't know which one to choose. Can we talk about that? Let's hear what... Yeah, the three are Stereolab, Blackstar, Elliot Smith. In my, for me, in my list, only, one of, only two of those three can go, um, can move on. Okay. And I'm pretty torn. I can give my three. Let's hear. Mm-hmm. Wilco, Elliot Smith, and Stereolab. Mm-hmm. It sounds like Outcast is in. 
because we yeah, pick, we all three I of us picked that one. Sure. Right. Yeah. Right. That's in. I would actually. Yeah. Uh, Stereo Lab would would be the odd odd one out for me. Okay. I'm okay with that. Because yeah, um, it was on the bubble for all three of us. Yep. It was the only one that was on the bubble for all three of us. Yep. So it's it's uh, man, man. You know what's, that hurt. You know it what hurts, though? But it, it, I don't because I gave three because you gave three. But knowing I didn't stand a chance with Wilco being eliminated, Elliot Smith, if I had to choose, was going to be the one to go, and oh. I would have kept Stereo Lab in. Wow. Well, and that's the thing is if if we're thinking of Stereolab as part of that massive attack Portis had mm. world and we wanted one representation of this British sound, mm-hmm. British electronic. And Elliot Smith stuff. is not so different from, say, a few of Fio- these. Fiona Apple, Wilco. Yep. Oh, these guys could have. Sure. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Because, like, of course, you know, Stereo Lab is my favorite of the three because it's the only I, one that I picked for my list, even though I was aware of the others. But revisiting the others, I did like a lot. I, so. I think I'd prefer to see Elliot Smith go and keep Stereo Lab in. There's no bad album here. I mean, no, actually, it's just, really tough. It's pretty incredible that an average of whatever, 25 years after these albums came out, there's still so much to recommend mm-hmm. them. Even the, one, even the honorable mention ones we spoke about last time. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. quite an accomplishment. Well, and especially because when we started this idea, you know, started working our way through it, I remember, Adam, you were like, this is going to be really hard. There aren't 10 great albums that came out during this time. <laughs> it felt that way for a long time, yeah. yeah. But I feel like I'm pretty feeling pretty good about where we're at now with the list. And is it, that I, does that list, does the final list include Stereolab or does it include Elliot Smith? Wow. Stereolab for me, between those two. Sorry, I yeah, jumped in. Well, and Chris, for you, for you, it's Elliot. It's it's really close. I could go either way, yeah. but it sounds like the consensus is Stereo Lab is number ten. Wow, it's so hard to think of XO not being on this list, but yep. I mean, it is number eleven. We could it's always number eleven. We could always replace Wilco with Elliot Smith. <laughs> Or sleep. Oh, hey, 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 hey. That's what I mean. That's the thing. Yeah, we've already passed sleep into the next one, and I understand we got to have a heavy representation. You know, we got to, and I think the the best list is the most diverse and varied list, and Mm -hmm. has lots of uh, gets as many styles as possible. I mean, we didn't consider any jazz albums. We didn't consider any really world music. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you said you mentioned Bon Vista Social Club. Yeah, um, I considered one from my one of my favorite guitarists, Ali Farcatore, mm-hmm. had a had a record that came out um, in this time period, and uh, which I wasn't familiar with before mm-hmm. discovering it was in this time period. And it was really good, but and I had a few Japanese psych records, Acid Mother's Temple, Floating mm-hmm. Flower. Um, but yeah, we, we went a little, uh, American Eurocentric. That's and the only thing. On, I am of the mind of if, I don't think it should be designed to try and include a little bit of everything. I don't care about that. So if Sleep mm-hmm. didn't make it to your top 10 in the end, I am, so what if a metal album doesn't make it? 
to me, mm-hmm. we shouldn't be throwing anyone a bone. Um, that's, I don't. I didn't feel like that was the idea here. I, I don't think we sh- we should include any albums that we don't think are worthy, like good enough to make it in. Yeah. And right. in the end, it's just our opinion. And we're you know <laughs> right. we're three almost middle aged white guys. Who, who the heck from, are we? Who grew up in rural northern Maine? It's right. just uh, one perspective, but. Um, I I mean, like, if it came down to it, I would definitely have Elliot Smith over Sleep, but I don't know. I enjoyed it enough. I I I I'd be okay with it. No, I I love Elliot Smith. I love this record. I love it. Love it. Love it. It was a really. I wrote and down I, but Waltz number two. Yep. I really had fun with that one. But I think Sleep needs to stay in. Okay. Okay. I feel strongly okay, about then. that. All right, we're locked in then. We've got our final list. Chris, you want to read that off? Here we go. Final list. This is it. This is it. High school lunch table. One, Lauren Hill, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Two, Wilco, Summer Teeth. Three, Sigaros, Agetis Berzun. <laughs> we can double well over that. Yeah. Well, also, you're numbering these, but these are not in any, no, in any particular yeah, this order. This is just no, no order. Just a, yeah. That's a whole another conversation. <laughs> Number four. Bonus episode. Mm-hmm. MF Doom. Operation Doomsday. Five. Sleep. Jerusalem. Slash dope smoker. Six. Fiona Apple. When the pawn. Seven. Silver Jews. American water. Eight, Stereo Lab, Dots and Loops. Nine, Outcast, Aquemini. Ten, is the band Black Star? Talib Kweli. Most F and yeah. Talib Kweli are Black Star, right? Yep. yep. The name of it. And that's it. That's that, the list. That's a good list. It's a Man. really good list. It's a fine list. Ready? Ready to pack up my case logic and hit the road. Let's do it. Um, we should hit the road for one of these uh, sessions sometime, right? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, maybe the next season. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, All right. Cool. Well, that's it. We listed. We did it. We did it, guys. All right. Okay. Cool. Well, um, so we, we just... See you next time. Stop recording now. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll just stop. And uh, everyone stop at the same time. Wait, do we have to. Oh, we have to stop at the same time? Nope. All right. Quit without saving. All right. Bye. All right. See you later. All right. That was fun.